What up, though, my G's? Y'all should know what it is. It is BKA Watts, one and a half of the Blurs and Clips podcast, right here on the Pro 3 ENT Network. As always, joined by. Dig, if you will, it's the award winning Vigatron. I'm going to come up with something cool like that one of these days. You already got your own cool shit. I guess. You know. Does that count? You you live in that space I where I just have to think of other shit just to, you know, to to be able to to be able to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I feel like I feel like I'm I feel like I'm missing out on on a cool intro thing. Um, I guess not according to all that shit I see on YouTube. I mean. Whatever. Think of other shit. That's super funny. All right, man. So listen, as always, we have a dope show lined up because today we are going to be talking about shitty movies that we actually love. So we will run through a couple of those and we will actually attempt to defend them as to why we fucks with those movies that are generally not the ones that folks are so fond of. Not me though. I ain't gotta I ain't gotta defend shit, nigga. I'm fresher than y'all are. So I don't have to pause. All of y'all can suck my balls through my draws. <laughs> All of y'all can suck my balls through my draws. So this is the thing. Film is subjective. All art is subjective, I guess, in a technical sense. Because, you know, I, being an artist myself, I have to deal with the fact that, you know, people say that shit. But it frustrates the shit out of me that I can spend 20, 30, 40 hours working on some shit that, you know, is... An immaculate reproduction of whatever the fuck it was I was attempting to to produce, and then somebody can tape a banana to a wall and sell it for a hundred thousand dollars. That just sounds like hate to me, bro. <laughs> that's that's exactly what they say, and and it's like no, nigga, or is that shit just not good? I'm not, and the thing is, I'm not, I'm not even mad at the artist. I'm mad at the people who are like, oh, his vision. And it's just like, nigga, it's a banana. Uh, it's a piece of tape. And then the nigga like, it took me a year to conceptualize this masterpiece. I know, I get it. But again, like I said, it's it's like, you know, buying a, into a woman's bullshit, nigga. If that's what you're going to do, do that shit. That's for you. It ain't for me. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that's so. That's all I'm saying. Nigga, I, you I, have a choice to not buy the banana tape to the wall, my nigga. That's right. You're right. You're right. Bruh, listen. As a music artist, there are artists like, you know, any nigga with a little or any other combination of three letters in front of his fucking name whose music is mostly bullshit. By comparison, you have an actual fucking artist like... The award-winning Vigatron, who just dropped the new Virginity Part 1, which you can go and check out on his YouTube as well. Everywhere else, because that nigga didn't put that shit out. So just go find it, because you can go follow my man at Vigatron999 on the gram, or at David Vigatron Norris over on Facebook, if that's where you follow. Or, I have that shit posted on all my social media as well. Cough Cough, directed by the homie Mark Moore of Ghetto Kids Big Dreams. The um, original third member of the Blurs and Clips podcast. Facts. Now, you have an actual artist like Vig... And if you go and look at his most recent shit, and then after you've discovered the excellence, go back and look at all his previous <laughs> shit, you would understand that, like, I hear niggas saying that music and art and all that shit is subjective, but no, some shit sucks, my nigga. Some shit sucks. See, I only agree in that part of, like, when you talk about compare everything to basketball. There are things fundamentally that you have to be able to do well to play basketball. Like if you're on the basketball team, obviously you need to either be able to play defense, put the fucking ball in the hoop. Maybe you could dunk. Maybe you can shoot free throws. Maybe you got handles. 
but there's a combination of all those things that you need to have to be able to make that shit. There's no in between to just saying because of the fact that you can do some random donkey shit like shoot a half court shot that you can be on the team. So no, you definitely need some type of level of a base system to be able to be determined good or not. But when we're talking about other shit that's like artistic, yeah, I agree with you in saying it could be wrong, but we are still technically wrong for saying that it's wrong because I can't tell you what the fuck to do. And I always compare that shit, especially when I be like, nigga, I can't tell you if your significant other is attractive to me or not. It don't fucking matter. You the nigga fucking her. Who cares what I think at the end of the day? Right. So, it, Look, I hear you. I'm with you. And, and look, and, and it's it's a joke, but at the same time, it ain't. When we tell niggas that, that you're allowed to have your opinion and your opinion is allowed to be wrong, there there's some jokingness to it, but there's also some fucking just factual shit to it. And realistically speaking, for me, some shit just sucks. But... Nigga, what the fuck you doing pulling out money and I asked for my goddamn receipt for the shit again? Hey, you, you got some motherfucking man, nerve. this motherfucker right I swear here, to man. God. I tell you what, okay? We ain't gonna talk about accounting right now at this point in the episode. Ain't this motherfucking bitch. But <laughs> what we are going to be covering is talking about, like I said, some of the movies that we think are dope that others do not agree with. And, and this is gonna be an episode where we might be the ones that's wrong. Fuck it. It doesn't even make a difference at this point. Again, I, I tell I you like wrong. this. You can eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> right. As always, we are live on Twitch. So if you are not tapping in with us over there, you definitely should at twitch.tv slash BKA Watts. One more time, that's twitch.tv slash BKA Watts. Tune in with us there where we are live on Saturdays. Or you might be hearing this on a Sunday or whatever other day of the week when you tune in. But we drop the audio on Sunday. We are live on Saturdays. Of course, as always, if you want to get with us, questions, concerns, show topics, send those to blurbsandclips at gmail.com and we can go ahead and holler at you. We might use one of your subjects for an episode. You never know. But communicate, connect with us. Make sure you're following us. BKA Watts, Vigatron 999. Let's go ahead and get into this thing today. All right, so Vig, do you have a bad movie for us? And I know you do. So go ahead and give us your first bad movie and, and let's talk about that thing and tell us why you think it's good. So I figure, unlike you, you know, as the kids say nowadays, I, I chose violence. I woke up and chose violence, nigga. Oh, shit. Don't give a fuck. So, you know, I'm going to come re- immediately for the throat to piss you off if I got to kick <laughs> shit off. So, nigga, movie 43. That shit sucks. <laughs> movie 43. You eat a dick, nigga. You eat a dick. I figured you would have hit me with the Buddhist, man. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, you're right. I should have. Yep, you fucked up. I did. So, movie 43 for as bad critically as motherfuckers talk about it, and they try to act like it's the worst fucking movie ever made. I don't get it. Skit for skit in that dumbass movie. Most of that shit is funny. And I think taken out of context, if you take it away from that movie and if you put those skits out by themselves, niggas will be laughing. Everybody fucking laughs at toilet humor shit, no matter how much we want to talk about it. Like, niggas could fart right now, and niggas going to start giggling. I don't understand why motherfuckers act like they so above that shit when you got this dumbass movie that has that shit. Not that, like, it's full of it, but, I mean, skit for skit, I wasn't mad at that shit. I was not fucking mad at that shit. And I remember the fucking skit where... The niggas was uh, fucking up the machines and shit, and the little kids was in that bitch crying and shit in slow motion, putting out the fucking shit. Nigga, I was in tears watching that fucking skit. Tears. Bruh, I did not find any part of that shit entertaining. 
I struggled, bro. I was so fucking upset because I had no actual understanding of what this shit was about to be that I was getting myself into. The the way that the, the way that the trailer was cut was set to make you think it was gonna be one thing, and it ended up being something completely fucking different. And it's just like, I don't know what to expect from that. I saw it when it came out on video. I said Fuck it looked it. like it was gonna be a serious movie, and then they literally leaned on who the actors were that were in it. Showing them clips Like they showed Terrence Howard Giving the fucking Inspirational speech right. In the trailer So it made you think That it was all these Like high art moments And shit nigga, Like going that. into it But you're gonna try to tell me That that Terrence Howard skit Wasn't funny I can look back on it now And say alright But like nigga I'm just saying It wasn't what niggas Went into it expecting And I think that's what Made it bad Okay maybe Like I said I didn't go into it Expecting anything I got bored One night And I think I saw that shit At fucking Walmart and I just paid for the fucking DVD because it was like, yo, I just needed some shit to watch. I bought that shit and I was pleasantly surprised as far as it being funny. No, it's not a good fucking movie. But again, like I said, I thought a lot of the shit was funny. Just straight the fuck up. So I can't say anything more than that other than I thought the shit was funny. Eat a dick. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't I don't know, bro. Okay, so so listen, I'll say, yeah, I don't really have nothing positive to say about that shit, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. The first one that comes to mind for me is is actually really bad. I actually have two movies by one director on my on my bad movies list. One of them being one of them being fucking <laughs> one of them being Lady in the Water. By M. Night Shyamalan I never even saw it Niggas Hate That movie Well Yeah they do Critically But I mean I never even bothered to see it Not, I don't think I would have really hated it Per se If I saw it I think I would have just been like It's meh But see this is the thing I, I Personally I be trying to figure out For the people who do see it who, who did see it And there were only Fucking Seven of us I be trying to figure out What it is that Niggas saw that I like, what did I see that y'all didn't, or vice versa? Like, this shit was not bad like that. I mean, people will say this is one of the worst things to happen to cinema in the 20th century and shit. And I'm just like, fam, it was a it was a story that he told like his his kids, and he adapted it into a movie, to a full movie. And if you haven't seen it, Lady in the Water stars Paul Giamatti and Bryce Dallas Howard, and also uh, Jeffrey Wright. Like, he actually got some solid motherfuckers in the movie, which is, you know, whatever. But it is, uh, Paul Giamatti is the super at this apartment complex. They have a, a cutoff time for the pool, just like any place else on fucking planet Earth. And at night, there starts to be, there starts to be splashes and, and shit happening. And he keeps going out. There are things coming up, missing around the pool, being taken, and then he keeps hearing splashes at night, so he's going out to find out who the fuck is swimming at night. So stuff was missing, so they blame Jeffrey um, Jeffrey Wright because he's black. <laughs> no. There's actually a colorful assortment of motherfuckers that we get introduced that live in this complex because he has to go to the different apartments and fix shit, being the super. And there comes a point where he gets introduced to a character who comes in. Because I don't want to spoil it, because I actually want people to go watch it. But he gets introduced to a character who he finds out is a sea nymph. She's a nymph. And she needs to encounter a certain person who she doesn't know who it is. 
according to the legends of her people from the water. And she has to just meet whoever it is, man or woman. She has to just meet this person. And in doing so, it will awaken something within that person that will change the whole world for the better. And there are particular characters that come into play that are important to helping her achieve this and finding this person. And you're led through the course of the story to figure out who those people are. And he has to figure out who they are so he can then get them with her so that it can be made possible for her to meet this person that she needs to. And then shit happens. And I thought it was not bad. Okay. So see nymph splashing in the water, AKA sploosh. Is this a porno? If it was with Bryce Dallas Howard, I would have watched it. Oh, nigga, I can, I'm, I'm jacking off in my mind already. Anyway, <laughs> um, Yanking yeah, your own chain. Man. Okay, anyway. I'm just saying, uh, I don't yeah. want to spoil it because it's, it's actually, like I said, I think that it's actually not bad. Okay, I mean. Of course, I mean, it's M. Night Boom Shakalaka, so, you know, there's going to be a twist. You know, it's going to happen. And, <laughs> and, and you're going to fucking, you know, encounter some some different scenarios but it's a contained movie that happens in one space and i feel like that shit is not bad i for what it was and what it was supposed to be like i said a, a story for his kids adapted into this movie that had these whimsical fucking creatures and mythical shit going on happening in such a normal ass mundane place like a little miscellaneous ass apartment complex and shit that only has like 15 units it was just like this is cool so I bought it It's somewhere on one of these fucking shelves Yeah I have nothing to say I feel you Well it's cause you didn't see it Well yeah that's mainly it So yeah you caught that You should've um, It was fine Nah nigga fuck I mean it was a point where I was like Nigga anything Shyamalan I was down to see I was at least down to see fuck At Shyamalan a point ding dong. I didn't fucking No you know what It was just something about I think after people roasted him for uh, what the fuck was after Unbreakable? The Village? Yeah. So I got The Village ruined for me. So once that was ruined and people started dogging him, and then I think probably by the time the reviews came out for Lady in the Water, I was like, yeah, whatever, fuck it, I'm not going to waste my time. And I hadn't actually seen another M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movie until The Visit. Which actually wasn't bad. Yeah. I actually, I, I definitely actually, I really did enjoy that one. That was like a comeback. It, it was. It was definitely. I saw the previews and I ended up. I ended up paying. I rented that shit. That was like one of the first times I rented some shit off of streaming for twenty four hours and watched it. And I, and I. It definitely had a couple of spots where I was like, "Yo, this is the kind of fucking crazy shit that I like." I guess comparatively, but yeah, I didn't really fuck with him too much after that. So, <laughs> I mean, like I said, I thought it was cool. Devil with with the elevator. That was that wasn't bad either. Yeah, but he didn't direct that though. Uh, yeah, I think he just wrote it. Right. Right. Uh, there was that. But he was, you know, it was, they fucking mushed his name all over the shit. I don't think he had anything else other than Airbender, which was, <sighs> that shit was bad. That shit was God awful. And, and yeah, so just fuck him for that. But Vig, what you got? I pick an order to which I think this shit should be brought up for effectiveness. So I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to move into this one. So. Because of the fact that I obviously came in here with my fucking Prince t-shirt on, one of my Prince t-shirts, and wearing purple shit, and this fucking dumbass purple bandana 
just say, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and go with it and give y'all niggas something to look at on the live stream because, you know, we pretty in this bitch. My, mine is actually uh, fucking under the cherry moon for a lot of you uh, young niggas that haven't seen this very critically panned Prince movie. That was actually, uh, I'm not going to say it was dope. It wasn't, no, it wasn't like that. It's, de <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely underrated. It's not a great movie, but a lot of motherfuckers really don't understand the premise of the shit. So I, I never even asked, you, have you even seen that shit? No. Okay. So Under the Cherry Moon came out in 1986, sort of the follow-up to Purple Rain. It has nothing to do with Purple Rain or that universe. It was. But that's the one they made fun of in uh, Sherman Showcase, right? Probably. The charade episode. He was like, I made a movie. Oh, and black you want to see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it. okay. Because yeah. it was shot in color, but then they he ended up turning it into black and white to make it more look like some vintage '30s shit because that's kind of the aesthetic. Because it was shot on the uh, French Riviera. But the thing is, is that actually the movie is about so Prince and Jerome, formerly of the time, playing two best friends, Christopher Tracy, Prince's character, and Jerome's character's name was Tricky. It's two niggas from Miami that moved to the French Riviera and basically was getting on rich bitches and getting money out of them. That's hard. And then he ended up just consequently falling in love with this one bitch that was about to inherit $50 million that had just turned 21. So that's the, that's the basis of the story. But I'm saying the basis is, yeah, it was two niggas kicking it, fucking rich bitches and collecting money. Nigga. Exactly. For what? But see, a lot of niggas don't know that shit because you just see it and you kind of turn it off a lot. The fact it's like, what the fuck is this weird ass Prince movie? And it's not really that weird. But like I said, it was it's a love story. But that was the basis of the shit that this nigga, this nigga played uh, piano in a cocktail lounge kind of shit. This nigga tricky with scope out bitches, and then he tell them to do shit, and they, they pass numbers, and he get the fucking the broads, and tricky would handle the money. And that's how they got back to shit and basically was trying to get their money back to end up going back to live in Miami and shit. So it was all present day. But like I said, it was when he turned into black and white, it looks like it's some old shit, but it's really not. It's it was current day shit. So, yeah. But, yeah, he met this bitch that, you know, was turning 21. Her father was like had like maybe a billion dollars and she was basically set in her trust fund to get 50 million. And they was like, yo, let's scheme on this broad. She about to get 50 million. We trying to get paid. But in the midst of him trying to scheme her, he falls in love with the broad. And, of course, her daddy don't like it. Her daddy was also fucking one of the broads that Prince used to fuck on the side, Mrs. Wellington. So there's a whole lot of shit going on there. But, yeah, it was, it's a comedy. It's a romantic comedy. But, yeah, it's it's very shitted on kind of unnecessarily. It's, it's, it's a little sloppy, but it's not absolute trash. Okay. I, I mean... I haven't watched it And just on the strength Like I mean fuck it I, I fuck around and go And actually watch that shit But yeah Let me get this other one Out the way now What do you call it The Happening Also by M. Night Shakalaka I know That People really fucking Hate this movie But There are some really Interesting moments That happen in this thing And the way that this shit Plays out I cannot lie I actually fuck with this shit. There are... So, for those of you who don't know, we got the synopsis. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, who have not saw The Happening, that movie basically opens up with two women sitting in the park, just chilling. There are people out there. Everybody's just doing a thing, doing their thing, having a day. Normal shit. Walking their dogs, jogging, conversations, kids playing, whatever the case may be. And while one of them is reading a book, 
her friend says something and then she repeats herself and then she repeats herself again and then she repeats herself again friend looks up like hey fuck is going on why are you repeating yourself and then everybody just freezes and the one friend who is unaffected by whatever is happening the entire park is frozen then people start to walk backwards and shit and it's like what the fuck is happening her friend who was repeating herself has frozen she starts to repeat herself again grabs one of her hairpins out you know the ones that look like chopsticks at the chicks that the chicks wear and jabs it into her own fucking neck and starts bleeding out at this point lock me in because what the fuck is going on i don't know what's happening you don't know what's happening we just know that something is happening and unfortunately the twist of this thing is that because we are destroying the fucking planet and how most things in nature have some sort of defense mechanism so does our planet and essentially the trees the plants are giving off a toxin that is making us choose to kill ourselves to essentially defend itself from us being a parasite that is killing it the planet and a lot of shit happens in between the beginning and the end of this shit some of it is really fucking terrible some of it is fine the deaths that occur in the movie are probably the best part of this shit once you figure out exactly what it is that's happening yeah it, that, that shit kind of sucks and it'll piss you off a little bit but before that <laughs> i feel like this actually has some enjoyable shit going on mostly death though vic i just wanted to take a moment to freeze like that was actually dope about killing myself yeah i've got nothing but you know m night shockadelicas yeah he's hit or miss so next i'm going to talk about some shit that it almost feels like to a certain degree my list is almost like shit that people may not be hip to list at the same time because i'm about to bring up another movie that i don't think a lot of motherfuckers have even seen that's it ain't it ain't terrible it was some shit that i watched so goddamn much at the time when it came out but talking dirty after dark have you ever seen that no it is a that movie. name is so long <laughs> it's a movie that actually stars martin lawrence it was done by topper crew the same motherfucker that helped him start martin the show so this was like the year previous to that so i think they shot it in like 91 came out in 91 but it was one of those like straight to video shits because i saw it like during the summer of 92 it's got some funny shit it's it's a, a heavily um uh stand-up comedian filled movie it's got martin got lance carruthers aka Pootie Tang, fucking Jetta Jones, John Witherspoon, Tiny Lister's in it, Billy Savon, Stickney, Ronaldo Ray. I think Ronaldo Ray was in it. But I'm thinking there's another motherfucker that, that was in there too that uh, also died. He was an older dude. He was funny as fuck. He had been on Def Comedy Jam. So this is all like around that same time. A lot of these same motherfuckers ended up on Def Comedy Jam. But basically, Stars Martin, he's basically playing a stand-up comedian that's working at this little club called Dookie's. And Dookie was played by John Witherspoon. He's trying to get more time and more shine and shit because he's up and coming, but he's actually off on the side fucking around with Dookie's wife. So, you know, it's one of those things of like hilarity supposed to ensue. Like I said, it's a terrible movie. It's uh, definitely some very early 90s LA shit, but at the same time with all the comedians in it, there are quite a few spots of, you know, there's some funny shit in there, but a lot of people ain't hip to it. I know at least at the time, right when HBO Max first started, it was definitely on there. 
I took it out of my list, so I don't know if it's still there, but check for that shit if you get a chance. Regardless of what I say about Martin, the TV show, check Talking Dirty Out the Dark. I mean, fuck it, why not? Yeah, why not, nigga? Jay Stu said he really enjoyed Fant Forstick. That's funny as shit. Yeah, you know. I don't hate it. I mean. That movie, but a lot of the issues with that movie came from came from the studio, which right. which came out after the fact. Like, Josh Trank had a hell of a hard time. They they cut his budget while he was while he was in, like, the, the third fucking third of production. Right. You know, I, he was going towards the end. He had, like, a... He had a set piece that was supposed to be, like... I want to say it was, like, $10 million. Like, the last... The, the final battle that they had set, they had these crazy-ass set pieces and shit that was supposed to get built, and everything was, was, was in motion, and the studio came in and just canceled that shit, and he wasn't even aware and made him have to come up with something else completely different for the for the end of the movie. Which and is then, why that shit damn near ends abruptly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And it's like it just it just it's a completely different ending than what than what was initially planned. And they wanted so many different changes after they had approved everything that he wanted to do. I would defend it because it starts off pretty fucking good. Yeah, and then it just goes to shit. Yeah, it's decent. It's like, yeah, they just, it did not pull its third act in well, so. Yeah, okay. So another one that for whatever reason, and, and there are clearly worse ones here. Let me preface with this. There are clearly worse movies in this franchise, but for whatever reason, people felt like this was a dramatic step down from the first one, and I felt like it was a fucking dramatic step up. Well, I'm not going to say dramatic, but it was definitely a step up. Wayne's World 2. No. <laughs> but Batman Returns. This is one of those times where I wish I could do the fucking Viola Davis grabs her purse and walks the fuck off. Shit, you know. Really? <laughs> Nigga. Fucking Batman Returns. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, state your piece. Bro. People shit on Batman Returns all the time. And I don't understand it because... Because it looks like a toilet? Yo, listen. First of all, I have the Funko of Danny DeVito's Oswald Cobblepot, a.k.a. Penguin, which was fucking masterfully done, as well as Michelle Pfeiffer's Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman. Which was equally masterfully done. Well, here's the thing. I'm I'm only fucking with you just to be, you know, disagreeable. I don't have a problem with any of the burden shit. Everything after. Well, not everything after. You know what I mean. The, the, Schumacher, the Schumacher shit shits is the ones I have a problem with. Oh God. I mean, I saw Batman Returns in, in the theater. I was I was pumped about it going to see it. So like, no, I don't shit on it. I, I I didn't really get the impression that people really shat on it that way because of the fact that it was still very successful. So that's why I say it's that difference in I'm not looking at, I don't look at that as one of those things that needs to be defended because I don't hear a bunch of people truly shitting on it. I feel you. It's still very in, classic for me. In terms of ranking Batman and, and every time a new Batman comes out or comes up, right? people very often, when they get to Batman Returns, are like, this, was, this is an awful piece of cinema. And they're just like, 
What the fuck did y'all watch? I, I, I mean, even up to now, I feel like the only, I mean, Jack Nicholson was cool. Don't get me wrong. Heath is clearly the best Joker we'll ever get. Probably the best villain of any Batman movie, period, that we've ever gotten. And then behind that, I I don't know that I would not put, like, Danny and Michelle's portrayals of, of fucking Penguin and Catwoman. Like, who was better than them? Well, there isn't really any representation for them. I mean... Gonna fuck you gonna bring up uh, no, no no I mean just I mean just villains period of all the Batman movies well yeah but again you already disqualified that once you bring up the fact that the next two was fucking Joel Schumacher so but I mean I'm saying we got we got three Nolan Batmans true but we already you know yeah we I don't think we've ever addressed on this iteration of Blurs and Clips are our, our opinion on the overratedness of fucking Nolan. But um, I'm sure we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that, I guess, in one episode. But yeah, I feel you. But yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, yeah, the Nolan shit is... I, yeah, I only really co-sign for Batman Begins and Dark Knight. Like, I, I don't give a right. fuck about... But even like <laughs> Begins Knight. is like super... It's, it's it's forgettable it's as fuck. It it is. Once it you is. once you saw Dark Knight, it became super forgettable, and it was like, eh, okay. First of all, nobody brings up fucking Raja Al Ghul and shit. Like it was Liam Neeson, and that's the only reason that niggas even would, because it was Liam Neeson, and everybody fucks with Liam Neesons. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why shit. You know what I'm saying? But like outside yeah. of that, he's not a top nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like Bane. It was he was cool because he beat Batman up, but like he wasn't sweet for real. He wasn't like comic Bane, like niggas wanted him to be super fucking crazy, juiced up. Just he was just buffer than Batman and beat his ass. Yeah, but that Liam Neeson's though, that Liam, that Liam Neeson's, Neeson's though, though. he be going through Gotham looking for black people, <laughs> looking for black, people looking for black, looking for the first black people he can find. Cause that's Liam Neeson's. You know what I'm saying? But seriously, so if we got three Nolan Batmans, Joker is the best villain of them. I'm thinking in Batman Returns, Catwoman probably would be maybe above. But I'm saying Catwoman and Penguin are arguably two and three with Bane being fourth. Yeah, I guess. But again, there's no real bar because all of the fucking villains generally sucked for the most part. So I, I agree with you, but... That's a low fucking bar. That's all I guess I'm really saying. I guess, yeah. That's that's a low ass bar. Cause I mean, mind you, and still, I I'm one of those people that I don't compare Nicholson and and Ledger's Jokers because of the fact that Nicholson only had to go up against every previous iteration, whether it was like, I guess the forties and then fucking Cesar Romero's version from the campy ass sixties Batman. So he was a dope iteration of a late eighties Joker. As far as getting that shit trend, transcending over to not being extra corny, being truly murderous in that sense, it was dope. He yeah, Joker, I mean, don't get me wrong, I fuck with my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. My nigga was going through them crap, <laughs> crap, crap. Right. <laughs> like, he was hardcore, especially even for that time. Like I said, I think it still stands up. It's just that Heath definitively had to do something to set himself even apart from him. So even And it's if, crazy because he didn't really have to. 
Well, he didn't have to, but he did. But it was he on, did a perfect it was more evolution. on his own back though than than on the back of Jack Nicholson. It was because niggas was like no to Heath Ledger, so he had to be. Well, this is true, but Jack Nicholson is also held in higher echelon of actors and shit. So that's still something to have to go up against. So not only are you battling that because niggas don't really want you because you're like this pretty boy that they don't expect to be able to pull this shit off. But and the thing he did before that prior was getting humped by another dude in a gay cowboy flick. What's wrong with getting humped in a gay cowboy flick? I, you know what? I was about to say something ultra gay <laughs> for, for the sake of saying something gay. But we love our gay, you know, gay folks out there. Right. So anyway, but nah. So my thing is, is that still Nolan did a good job in making a good evolution of that character of something that really truly fit. For someone that would be psychotic within that time, where it wasn't riding that line of being campy, and he was he was better for doing it that way. So that was all win win there. Better evolution for the characters and for the movies, and also for Heath to pull that shit off. But that's why I just don't really compare the two. I guess that's all. Nah, I feel it. I think yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's nuts to me. I understand that people that people say that. You know, the Burton movies were Burton movies that had Batman in them. Right. And not Batman movies by Burton. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it because he, but it's like you hire somebody like that for that type of particular vision and feel. Well, yeah, but all Burton shit is Burton shit when you break it down. And that's what I'm saying. So it's like, but, but that's the thing. It's like, I guess people can make that complaint, but the studio, Chose that. Right. But that's what I'm saying. I agree with you. But that's what I think a lot of people don't really think about. Because even when I go back to before that, Beetlejuice is, it's a fucking Burton film. Like, not like it needed to be anything else since it was his creation. You mean that Mr. Mom, nigga? (laughs) Oh, they can take my money now. (laughs) Right. So, even going before that, I don't even know if if I really put Keaton so much with Mr. Mom at the time when I was coming. I think I probably... Probably did. Because I, I think I watched Mr. Mom probably most out of anything that he did back then and probably gung-ho when I was a kid. But that's neither here nor there. So, but, yeah, that was that was that Sherman Showcase line. Yeah. Cause it, but, yeah, that was some real shit. Because at the time, yeah. like, I remember pre, you know, fucking internet where motherfuckers like, Michael Keaton looked like, really? Michael Keaton? Like, I didn't even think about it as Mr. Mom, but just so much that he was a comedic actor. And it's like, and why is he? Yeah. Well, I didn't even think about Beetlejuice so much. Like, because Beetlejuice was only the year before... It came out because Beetlejuice came out in 88 and Batman came out in 89. So I didn't even have as much time to focus on that. I think just people thought about the shit that he was really known for prior to that was just all these early 80s comedies and shit that he was in. So it was just like you're taking a comedic actor to do some serious shit. And that was more of the issue. But, you know, even before that, when you look at Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which is one of my favorite fucking movies as a kid, people put a lot of that shit on. Pee Wee or Paul Rubens, but it's like, nah, that is a fucking Burton movie starring Pee Wee Herman. Like a motherfucker. So it's, it, it's, Burton is one of the motherfuckers that he can't not be Burton. So you getting what the fuck you get when you hire him to do some shit. So yeah, I can look at it agreeing with you in that sense that you got Burton doing whatever the fuck Burton was doing and everything else was like movies featuring Batman. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Basically. But yeah, I understand what you mean about Batman Forever being okay if you look at it from the the Adam West perspective, and I, I get that. But 
that's bad timing, just in the sense of you can't come off of two Burton movies and then switch to go back to being like, yeah, we're going to do this ultra campy shit and it still be in the same continuity with the two previous movies. Nah. Like, if Batman Forever was the 1989 Batman, I think I would have fucking raved over the shit. Like, oh, this is great because you got the all black costume, blah, blah, blah. Because that's how I had... That's how I was first affected by 89 Batman was that when they first started hitting with the, the marketing and they had out the fucking posters and shit with fucking Keaton in that all black costume and shit like nigga. Hard. Hard as fuck. Hard. And nigga. it was like, damn, I ain't never seen Batman like this. So we was oh, all I mean, pumped me. as fuck. Like, I, I was hard. I had to give you a big joke in there. Right. I'm about to say nothing inappropriate. I'm going to, I'm going to take the high road, but yeah, I, I agree on that sense, but yeah, the Nolan slander, though, you you know you know our theme around here, nigga. You can eat a dick, cause nigga. Nolan. You eat a dick, nigga. You eat a dick. Cause Nolan is so fucking overrated. It, it hey, listen, and, that and this nigga. Is still, and I think still saying from perspective of two motherfuckers that still love a lot of his movies, or right? Really like a lot of his movies, but nah, he's overrated as fuck. Anyway, uh, what was because what was the one? Dunkirk was cool. Straight fucking just intensity straight through. I didn't even see it. All right, it was cool. Niggas was getting blew up and shit. Ah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Batman Begins. It was cool. It was it was a good introduction back to Batman. Right. A Dark Knight was fucking nuts. Yeah, I'm only going Memento. Dark. Uh, Dark Memento, Knight. definitely. Um, Batman Begins. The Prestige. Prestige. Inception, sort of. Inception. Inception. I'm I'm, I'm with Inception. But then you get Interstellar. Interstellar was I. It just yeah. It, just, it didn't move me. I was, I was really into it, thinking was it was going to go somewhere. I only really loved one part of that movie. When they landed on that fucking water planet, that's the only fucking part of that movie I really, really liked. Yeah. <laughs> that was the Unexpected. shit that was like. And that's because of me also just from the perspective of me being a fucking <clears throat> hydrophobe on top of all of that shit. Like, I was very into that shit. Like, that's the type of shit that would trigger me to be like, yeah, I get the tense, the, you know, the tense nature here. Like, that was dope for me. But, yeah, I don't really have a lot to say about so much other shit that he did other than... Like, he's good. He's more than competent, but I don't get all of the, like, oh, my God. Like, niggas jizzing all over their computers and TVs for this nigga. Like, nah. Every time, yeah, every time he come out, like, <clears throat> the thing is, also with Nolan, everybody talked about, fuck was that shit just called? With Denzel Washington Light. Jesus Christ. Tenant. Yeah. That. So everybody was like, you got to pay attention from the first second to the last second. It's the, the shit come together. The continuity is crazy how it. Then it came out and like 17 people went and saw it because niggas was still coughing worldwide. And everybody was like, nah, you ain't that dope. And then people said that the sound mixing was fucking terrible. And then Nolan came out and defending it like, well, I did it on purpose. So you couldn't hear my movie like, oh, fucking K. Dick and and then I waited for it to finally show up and it did on HBO Max a couple weeks ago and I watched it and until you get to the point of grasping the actual understanding of what's happening and realize which you literally cannot explain it for real without giving it away it's a very simple thing but you don't get the understanding of what's happening until the third fucking act so for two acts of the movie you are just struggling to understand what the fuck is happening right that sucks though like it sucks 
don't get me wrong. I'm fine with a nigga spitting a punchline that I don't get for another couple bars. And then when they when that, it puts itself together in my head, then I get it. Then like my temples bust out the side. I'm with that. But not in a fucking movie where I'm waiting that long and trying to pay attention and keep up with the shit just for you to take fucking two hours to get to the point so I can understand. Because now I have to really, while still trying to pay attention, think back and remember all this shit to piece it all together in my head to make the movie sweet. Me being that kind of nigga who watches and really pays attention, I was able to do so. So, in the end, I enjoyed it. But I can see the average moviegoer not liking that shit. Because it was too much fucking head work while trying to enjoy something. Again, the only kind of head work I want is... (laughs) Yeah. Okay, yeah. We ended up doing the the Nolan slander anyway. I guess we got the fuck off track. What was last? You were... Batman Returns. Oh, Batman Returns. Well, it's on you. Fuck it. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm only going to do four out of my five. Because the other one is really, it's really fucking obscure. Nobody will give a shit about that. All right. Pootie Tang. Let's uh, go ahead and get this out of the way for all you motherfuckers who are like, yeah, Pootie Tang sucks. Nah, you suck. You're wrong. Eat a dick. Pootie Tang. You eat a dick, nigga. You eat a dick. It's most we've had right. to use that in this episode, in any episode. Right. I figured that's just going to be like the theme now, nigga. Eat a dick. Right. Yeah, as you would say, eat a, a big bag of frosted glitter dicks. There you go. So anyway, Pootie Tang. So if I've never told you this story, I probably have. Pootie Tang for me is, it's it's special in the sense that when the Chris Rock show was on HBO, nice to watch it religiously. Every time they had a Pootie Tang skit, I thought it was absolutely not fucking funny. And I didn't give a fuck about it. So when the movie comes out, I didn't want to go see the movie. My mother wanted to go see the fucking movie. So being that my mother doesn't drive, and I still live with her at the time, so we go to the theater and shit. And it's also, sidebar, kind of funny how, like, back then, she used to go up the stairs and, you know, watch the movie somewhere further back, and I'd be sitting up close, and it's like, oh, how... How the fucking tables have turned because now I'd be like, nigga, I'm back here. Like, this is way too fucking close. So now I get it now. Old nigga shit. So anyway, so she was sitting on the back. I was sitting over somewhere closer. I'm sitting there watching this shit. Starts off Pootie Tang having a conversation with Bob Costas, doing the same shit, fucking same shtick that they did on the show. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Shit kicks in. And then the scene with Dirty D and Bad Biddy comes up doing the drug deal. And I'm like, all right, man, this shit is still dumb. And then as soon as Pootie shows up, and these niggas get to shooting at him, and this nigga's dodging bullets in slow motion, the minute this nigga's hair whips one of them fucking bullets back, I was in fucking tears. (laughs) And I was on board from that point on. And the shit only got better after that. And I'm like, my nigga, why did it take all of that to get to this? But anyway, Pootie Tang is definitively... The people, the thing that I think a lot of people that just go into this shit as regular consumers don't understand is that Pootie Tang is a fucking stand-up comedian's movie. I mean, it's written and directed by fucking Louis C.K., of all fucking people. Not Chris Rock, like so many motherfuckers are thinking the song. You figure starring Lance Carruthers, who's stand-up, Wanda Sykes, <laughs> J.B. Smooth, Mario Joyner, Dave Attell, fucking who else? Goddamn fucking uh, Jennifer Coolidge plays Stifler's mom is in it. She's 
actually one of the people that was in the groundlings and the and doing improv and shit. So this is like a bunch of fucking comedians doing basically kind of improvisational comedy on one of the stupidest fucking subjects you could ever think. And this shit is pure fucking genius on that level alone. Oh, and my nigga David Cross is in it. So you got all these fucking stand-ups that I grew up because I watch a shit ton of stand-up from the early mid-80s to current date. So this is where a lot of my fucking humor comes from, no less, If for those that don't know. So you got all these motherfuckers in here doing this shit. This is fucking genius for a motherfucker that talks nothing but goddamn gibberish and everybody understands what the fuck this nigga's talking about. It's, That's funny as fuck it's already. goddamn phenomenal for as dumb as it is. So if you don't get it, and then I understand why you don't like it because you don't get it, that's fine. But no, nigga, Pootie Tang is goddamn genius. No, Pootie Tang is definitely some genius level shit. Like, nigga, it's so many things, bruh, that make that shit amazing. Right. Like, Nigga, when that nigga when that nigga loses powers, nigga. <laughs> right? It's so funny, dog. When that nigga ain't got the belt, nigga. Like my nigga hair was fucked up. My nigga, ain't, my nigga was just out here. Right. He was just trash. He was useless as fuck, man. My nigga Pootie. My nigga was a my nigga was a superstar on the record side, nigga. Like he was moving units, bro. Pootie did everything, nigga. Pootie did all the way everything. How could you not fuck with the tank? <laughs> nigga, like, the fact that the fact that nigga had the little theme song at the end and shit, nigga, like call like Pootie Tangin'. That shit is right. funny as fuck. Everything about that movie, dog. He was speaking like low-key pure bullshit. But very much though, it felt like one nigga talking jive at all times and everybody else not and still getting it though. Right. I went and looked up some more shit after last week and we was talking about like airplane and shit. I went I went and looked up I, I'm on YouTube and shit, like searching for motherfuckers for niggas talking jive. Because I'm like, nigga, like, are there particular phrases and quotes and shit like that you can like that you just can say? Cause I'm like, nigga, I felt like Watching that couple clips out of airplane and shit, I'm like these niggas was literally E40 before E40. Lightweight, but the thing about that though, and I don't know if you saw this, there, there's another video where they went back to visit either one or both of those actors talking about those scenes mm-hmm. from that movie, and they were actually describing saying that when the Zucker and the Abrams brothers, that when they wrote the shit, they came to them with the script, and it wasn't written exactly like they did it. It was more like they had all of this random jive shit there. And they're looking at it from the perspective where they're like, yeah, we see what you're trying to do here, but none of this makes sense. So we're going to kind of flip this to sort of make more sense in a realistic way of how black people would talk. But even though black people don't throw, you know, slang after slang after slang after slang and making it up, but they made it make sense versus what they did originally. For sure. So when they said that shit, I was like, damn, like that's some lightweight genius shit. Then I didn't know these niggas cleaned the shit up for them to make it make more sense. Because I mean, it you, was yeah. real shit, I guess, back then. But, you know, I wouldn't know. I wasn't old enough to know what the fuck niggas was talking that hardcore slang in the 70s. But it still was one of those things of like, God damn, like, yeah, that, that was some pretty deep level shit. But, yeah, Pootie Tang is just otherworldly shit. Yeah. Just coming out of nowhere with nothing. But, like I said, just, I don't know how the fuck you think 
or some weird ass gibberish like that. But you'd have to ask Louis C.K. But just make sure if that nigga asks, can he pull his dick out and jerk off in front of you? You say no. <laughs> Cancel. Yeah, right. Why don't we have? So listen, we do. I know we said that we would have a cancel button this week. I ain't gonna say we put a lot of effort into it, but we tried to find like a good canceled or like cancel reference or somebody saying it like in a way that would make it dope to put on the on our soundboard. We can find shit. We will. Like I know where we're. I know exactly where we're gonna fucking get it from. We just gotta find it after we end today. Yeah. So we'll we'll figure that the fuck out at some point. So you know, just. Next week <laughs> Next week We'll come with The cancel button You know what I'm saying But You know We, we did So we got a We got a blank button On the board Just sitting there Looking lonely Ain't got no color Oh That's what that is Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right Okay Damn I took off my High stinky cheddar And then couldn't even Find something to replace it That's some old bullshit Well Cancel's more relevant it is. It absolutely is. So listen, like I said, y'all don't have to tune into the ads and the commercials when we run them things, but how else we gonna get money unless y'all assist us by being real nigga supporters one time and tapping in with us right here on the Twitch. Subscribe to the channel, dog. Subscribe. Twitch.tv slash BK watch fuck with your boys. Holla at us. Five dollars a month or free if you have Amazon Prime. Okay? Shit. Yeah, now, the alternative is that in order for me to be able to, you know, shape myself up downstairs, I could always use Manscaped. <laughs> 3.0. The lawnmower. No, the lawnmower. They just dropped a new one, the lawnmower 4.0, with the same skin safe technology, but it comes in a different box than the lawnmower 3, nigga. Yeah, so if you want to shave your balls and not get any nicks, use Manscaped. Right. They better hit us up. Anyway. I know, right? Yeah. Shave your nuts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Is your lady not sucking your balls the way you want? Well, if you had the lawnmower 4.0, then you just might get that baby bottle action that you looking for. <laughs> Add about one inch to your meat. <laughs> <laughs> By getting rid of that furball sheet that you got attached to your saccharine. Yeah. Yeah. Manscaped Right and, 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 and don't forget Skillshare <laughs> <laughs> right. Where you can learn All kind of shit Like How to not nick your balls If you can't afford The Manscaped You know And that's the whole thing Like we sit there We do this This fucking podcast And we got these Big ass headphones on But did you notice I have Raycons <laughs> <laughs> Raycons They're small <laughs> The sound on them Is absolutely excellent and they are created by and sponsored by Ray J. <laughs> and endorsed by celebrities such as Snoop Dogg. Man, Raycons. Get you, they can only cost about half the price of those other high price ones. So you can get them. And they come in different colors. They charge and they last up about to six hours. Oh, Raycons. my God, man. Oh, shit. <clears throat> hey, man, listen. That is funny as fuck. Niggas watch entirely too much YouTube. No, absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> do, man. Listen, but but it's cool though because it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like for the niggas who don't want people to know that they supporting Ray J, 
you can always go online using ExpressVPN. So that way you can shop from a discreet location <laughs> and put yourself out of the country if you wanted to while you shop for your Raycon Skillshare subscription or Lawnmower 4.0 by Manscaped Products. <laughs> oh, shit. And VPNs will even allow you to access content in other countries like Netflix in Europe, for example. Wow. Yeah. That <sighs> is... That's funny. Fuck, Fuck the bullshit. Very. If you've ever looked at a YouTube video, you know what we talk about. God damn it. Right. Shit. What's what's new in the in the fucking Oh. <sighs> Shit, nigga, I went and saw a quiet place too. Wow, I know you did. Amazing. John fucking Krasinski. I'm only well. Not that I didn't expect anything, so I'm I'm not really really shitting on it. I'm, I guess I'm gonna probably have to make the time to actually go. So I mean, that's good to know from a couple of reviews that I already watched, and I believe it. Like I said, you know, I'm I'm always rooting for John, even though I don't watch whatever that bullshit is he has on Amazon. Oh, that Jack I, Ryan Jack joint. Ryan shit, yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. But, I'm not watching that shit. I well, yeah, I'm not watching that shit. But I mean, Office is one of my favorite shows, so it's hard for me to not root for a nigga that's. Brought me so much joy over the years and still continually. No bullshit. When the movie went off, I stood up and went, "Good job, Jim," and clapped. <laughs> like, it's, but it was what's fucked up is is that I'm mad about the fact of not knowing that it had we had like the special shit from the other night. That knowing this nigga showed up at fucking Valley View and shit like nigga, Bruh, I'm salty about that. Right, like I would have never fucking imagined. I'd have fucking, I'd have fucking straight jizz my draws had I been sitting there and watched that shit. And fucking, goddamn Jim Halpert himself comes out for the fucking movie, like nigga, like what? The premiere night, you you pop out to Cleveland, of right? All That's I was like when I saw that shit, I was like nigga, Valley View, like you gotta be fucking kidding me. And, and I saw somebody else. No, it ended up in the article on top of that because I saw somebody posted it and then it showed in the article. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah, I saw Stefan Johnson famous ass posted uh, a picture with him. I was just like, oh, fuck that. Wow. What? That nigga voice is so cool. He get to fucking meet celebrities. Fuck. <laughs> like, nigga, what? Yeah, so, but the movie was fucking amazing, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I, listen, nigga, when I tell you, like, pre pause, no homo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nigga, like, the tension. Nigga, my butt cheeks was so tight. <laughs> nigga, the whole for like ten minutes at a time. Nigga, it was just like, oh, something about to happen. Like, nigga, the tension was fucking absurd, bro. But I was having a goddamn ball. Like, the movie was fire, bro. All right, and and I enjoyed myself quite a bit in in the comfy, well relaxed seats. At the newly reopened Regal Cinemas out in Willoughby. Yeah. And that was great. It was great. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, if I'm going, I'm only going out there. Yeah, definitely. My nigga, there was like, see, like, it's unfortunate because I want that shit to make money, of course, because it's 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 deserving. It's a good movie. But there was only like fucking 15 people in that bitch. Well, I feel you. But I mean, they know what the fuck they're doing. They're, they know they're not going to make Jack shit still at this point This is still all iffy territory <laughs> Bro, so listen, you doing this shit thinking like Oh yeah we about to fuck Fuck uh you know Box office up Nah you the fuck you ain't Nah no, nah, it's not happening 
Like the the shit that was crazy, <laughs> we went up to the concessions and shit, and it looked like it legit looked post apocalyptic because the shelves and shit, everything was just barren and empty, and it was just like so. We're working on a limited menu. I think this the popcorn that been here since last year. <laughs> like from like we popped this shit like in March last year, and we we closed. So I mean. It been in this case though If you still want some it's, it, I mean ain't nothing touched it <laughs> Like nigga like, She fucking for, for real? No 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 oh, okay. But I'm saying though Like they, they, they didn't have nothing Like all the snacks That be in the little glass You know what I'm saying The little case Like They was like look Those are just displays We don't have none of that shit right now oh, that's We don't have nothing Valley View definitely didn't have Valley View had their shit But see Like them Like them niggas opened This week Wow In anticipation for this movie So th- all the theaters that opened up, they they haven't gotten stock of shit yet. Gotcha. So it was just like, do we open with little to nothing, or do we just, or do we stay closed another week? So I guess they said, fucking it, open. Gotcha. Hilarious, but yeah, it was gonna <laughs> get everything back there. All the shelves were empty. It was like, damn. But I usually sneak food in anyway, unless uh, I'm last minute and I get popcorn just to tide me over. So fuck it. That's what I'm still holding on to these Albanese gummy bears from. <laughs> because, nigga, I definitely took my ass to the store on the way to go fucking see that joint. No, I'll be the nigga walking that bitch. Nigga, do you got cheeseburgers in your pocket? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm fucking, and I'm tapping you. Hey, let me get some of your tots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Kick the fuck yeah, out Yeah that's fucked up But I blame my mama Cause I think the first time We ever did some shit like that I remember when we got to go see Robocop And we went to Cause we were at Severance Back then That was the You, you weren't even born yet So anyway um, it's Fucked up <laughs> you, you were on your way In a few months So we had got like Some steak sandwiches Or some shit from the spot And I remember it being Nigga that, that theater bitch. Been there that whole time Nigga Fucking Severance theater Been not Not the bigger ones That you talking about Cause okay so Back in the day That's a history lesson Back in the day, in the 70s to early 80s, there was only two theaters in Severance. They were inside the mall when it actually be a, used to be a real mall inside and shit. Okay. Because back then, it used to only be like Euclid Square Mall, Severance, Randall, and uh, Richmond were like the ones in, in Cleveland area. So they only had two theaters. The expansion came toward the late 80s where they added on another six theaters and made a whole fucking food court shit on that one end that's now where like uh, Home Depot and all that shit is, like on that <laughs> side. Or like, I guess kind of where Walmart is. So they added six theaters. Then, eventually when they closed all that shit down and closed those six theaters, and then they obviously built the bigger shit that we started going to before they closed that motherfucker. So that's okay. how it used to be. So, yeah, when we went to go see RoboCop, I think we saw it where, yeah, 87, it was only still in the big two theaters that they had. Like, I think the other, the other bigger, the other six theaters were there because I remember fucking um, when Masters of the Universe came out and it was playing in one of the six new shits that summer or whatever, but... Yeah, but I just remember going in there eating fucking steak sandwiches and fucking watching Robocop and shit. And I remember I almost choked on a piece of steak. And I'm like, man, that would have been embarrassing. Fucking <laughs> choking this shit on a fucking sandwich in, in the middle of watching Robocop. So, yeah, I learned early to be like, yeah, nigga, fuck this. I'm smuggling food. But not like we don't all do it. 
No, of course, but that shit is hilarious though. Like to think like because of course niggas have tried at times to like crack down on that shit. It's like you coming in there and like your girl got the fat ass purse and shit, like big ass duffel bag, and they like that's that's not a purse. And it's like, yes, it is. Are you sneaking in food? No. You guys sure do smell like ribs. Like nigga, how can you smell the ribs over the weed? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, the weed just came from Chili's. Yeah, that, that was my whole thing. That's why I only really, honestly, I only really like going to the movies in in the fucking fall and winter, <laughs> just because I got all them extra pockets to just put shit in, nigga. <laughs> I go go to shit like, yeah, nigga, let me get this burger and this chicken sandwich and take them shits out of the bag, put them in my pockets and shit, and go in that bitch. You don't be. Cause I remember shit when um nigga. I remember that night when we went to go see a Get Out. I came in that bitch. I had Mister Hero. I remember that shit well because because y'all were there in the theater before me when I got there. Nigga, I had a fucking Roman burger and some goddamn mushrooms. Nigga, I'm in surprised. My pocket of my hoodie. Nigga, I'm surprised that smell didn't give you the fuck away, nigga. Mister <laughs> Hero. <laughs> I wasn't giving a fuck, but yeah, I straight rolled up in nigga, that bitch. Mister Heroes is pungent, nigga, and I don't know if it's the food or the employees, nigga, but. <laughs> That shit always got the stink. I think, but I think because of the fact that the shit is uh, is revolutionized in the sense that there's so many other options of food in the theater, nobody can really tell because you could have been like, well, you got some fucking, I don't know, some fucking hot dog bites or some stupid shit like that. So it's like, nigga, you can't even really make the real differentiation. And then you got the other places that give you pizza and all kinds of other shit. It ain't really much to say now. Like back in the day when it was only popcorn and or candy, it was like, yeah, nigga, we smell beef. <laughs> There's no beef products here. So totally different now. But I mean, yeah, nigga, I, I I love it for that very reason. That's fucking funny, dog. Hey man. Okay, well listen. Even though I am quite likely to bring in my particular favorite brand of gummy worm or bear when I'm coming to the theater, I do always cop a large cherry icy. Well, because it's harder. Well, you like ices. I do not really do a lot of extra cold shit like that other than ice cream, but it's harder to smuggle liquids. <laughs> True. So Unless you have a canned beverage like a Red Bull, and that still requires either cargos with the fat side pockets yep. or wintertime where you got the hoodie coat jacket right. combo or whatever. Sometimes I have a bottle of some shit, but yeah, that's the only thing they really get me on is buying drinks in that motherfucker because it's harder to be like, I got to pre-think to come in this bitch with my bottle of water or some shit to have it in my pocket. Well, the cool shit, when I got there, I, I swiped my, you know, my Regal uh, Crown Club card and I have the the unlimited for the $20 a month, which they haven't started billing me back for yet, but they only charged me 50 cents. When I went and got my ticket for the movie I was like oh bitch it's going So You know whatever so I went and saw that shit And when I, they scanned my card It was like oh your birthday passed And I was like yeah like y'all was closed at that time She was like oh yeah but like The the, uh, the reward for that stays so like you get A free popcorn any size and you get a free drink Any size It's like bitch what Give me all the I'm in that Pop bottles nigga buy out the bar nigga let me get this Let me get that so I went ahead and, you know what I'm saying, loaded up. So that shit was cool, you know, to, to get some free shit on the on the first movie back since, you know, this whole shit started. With the exception of Judas and the Black Messiah, 
which we rented out our own fucking theater for it. It was just for the homies. Right. And it was also at a little tiny ass theater with regular ass seats. This was the experience again. I feel it. I like that tiny ass theater. That tiny ass theater is where I saw a fearful black hat. Really? Yep. I want to say the only thing I saw there before this was, I mean, before Judas and the Black Messiah was, that was the only theater that was showing Birdman at the time. And everybody was going crazy about it. No, that may have been ramping down for for it to be in a small theater is what I'm thinking. It's probably ramping down. But yeah, the only time I've, not the only time I've been in that small theater because I was also in there when Zaire had the Rebel Army Radio Awards movie. I remember showing in that bitch. But yeah, the main time that I remember in there, like, you know, you have those moments where you remember times of you being at the theater and having such a good time. It was like me and three of my niggas. Yeah, because we went carlo deep in that bitch to see fear of a black hat and we was in that bitch in tears in that little ass theater and it was like maybe us and i don't know maybe another five people in that bitch bro that shit is so crazy to think that that's how we used to get around in the world and shit and it's like i don't remember the last time i was like packed in the car with my niggas well i mean it was only four deep i ain't really that packed per se but i'm saying when was the last time you was four deep in the car with your niggas is what i'm saying (laughs) just think about it well i guess we're in a different skew now where most motherfuckers (laughs) either have their own cars or some shit or you know nobody really wants to be tied to anybody else because i definitely don't i mean i've always had a car of some sort from the time i was 16 to current date so i've never not had transportation of my own but yeah i don't really like rolling with people just because i'm held at you know at their behest If I'm like Yeah nigga I want to leave And being that I'm a nigga I don't even want to leave the house <laughs> I definitely want to leave When the fuck I want to leave So I do too though So that yeah So I get it I, I get what you're saying Yeah that's that's very few And far between But probably not since When a nigga was 20s. like 20 something Yeah right, like That's what I'm saying My 20s Nigga it was low key The only way that niggas Got around was like Nigga shit Hey who driving nigga Cause we not all Like nigga we not about To take four cars To the same place Nigga fuck that yeah. But now nigga Oh, yeah, nigga, however many cars it is, how many cars is going to that same place now? Yeah, and at the time when Fear of Black Hat came out, I was only 19, so yeah, I was the only nigga that actually owned a car at that point when we went, so that makes sense, too. But yeah, not since the 20s when niggas used to still go to the club and shit deep, and let alone in my early 20s when I had a fucking uh, minivan and shit, and niggas used to be in that bitch like seven deep, rolling around the fucking flats and shit. That's different. Looking for hoes. (laughs) Look, <laughs> Wookin' Penub nigga. Where the hell's at? Wookin' Penub in all the wrong places Man, why didn't Future Veg come back and save me from <laughs> terrible decisions? We have to think about this At whatever point we are in life As we get further along We know that if fucked up shit is or has happened The future us like, we have not figured out time travel yet to be able to come back and be like, hey, nigga. Well, that's what I'm saying. I just thought of the paradox when you were saying that shit. Like, apparently, I need to focus more on figuring out how to fucking go back in time. God so damn. that you have the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, like, nigga, th- this needs to be the priority. Fuck everything else. I just need to find a motherfucker that's close to figuring out time travel. Because niggas be like, man, I wonder if we ever figured out time travel in the future. It's like, my nigga, have you experienced, like, has has... You know what I'm saying? Like, has the difference occurred, nigga? Like, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe you wouldn't know. But at the same time, it's like, nigga, if fuck shit is happening, right. it's like, nigga, if we all have the ability, if it becomes something that that's accessible to the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, 
anybody for the most part would want to go and try to save yourself from something or change a little something for you, nigga. Put, slide in your pocket, nigga, like uh, that stock tip, nigga. Buy Apple, nigga. <laughs> 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 nigga, like buy all the Bitcoin you can, nigga, in fucking 1998, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess that too. I'm just thinking more like going back, like, Dave, don't fuck that bitch. That too. Like, you know, but. Who knows But I mean nigga Like that's You know what I'm saying Hot tub time machine And shit My nigga Right My nigga Rob Corbin Went back And, and invented Lugal Instead <laughs> of Google Niggas That nigga That was my other one Nigga Like my, my last one Was hot tub time machine Too Cause niggas Panned that bitch And I'm like Fuck y'all Shit well, was hilarious Yeah I mean it, it was definitely funny I didn't I probably I definitely didn't watch it As much as I watched The first one The first one definitely I saw it in the theaters I didn't even see The second one in the theater But I definitely haven't watched it a lot, but it, it wasn't nothing really wrong with it. I can say that. But yeah, if it was a matter of going back, yeah, my, my most fucked up shit that I was thinking, but I figured, fuck it, we're on air, so I get it off. I'm gonna be like, yeah, see, you saving yourself, see, as long as you ain't going back to Young Watts and being like, yeah, nigga, so, you know, I can alleviate having to pay all this money, if, you know, I got Young Jay and what if it just. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up But anyway We love Jay No we definitely love Jay <laughs> uh, That was sinister Her mom <laughs> <laughs> Nigga uh, Shit God damn Alright okay We'll get the fuck out of here and wrap this episode up As always If you want to contact us You want to communicate With the gang Follow us all over Social media I am at BKA Watts That is not Becca Coming at you live From the Mecca Not Baca Not BK I'm not from Brooklyn And I'm also not from Watts It's better known as Because you niggas Don't know my first name And of course You can follow my partner Vicatron 999 Yeah and make sure y'all checking out the new virginity part one video is out there in these streets right now my nigga wherever you at whatever you doing pause this episode go to vig social media or my social media or anyone else on the pro 3 ent network who have all shared his shit and go watch the fucking video yeah nigga go to youtube heat nigga just fucking google vigatron nigga go to youtube look up vigatron it is watch all my shit especially that one yeah because it's new and watch Husky, because I'm in that. I made it. Yeah, you, you did. Yes. And shit like that, okay? And, of course, follow us, Blurds and Clips, Black Nerds, movie, TV, and whatever the fuck else, clips on social media, Instagram, Blurds and Clips. Follow us there and send us questions, concerns, comments, and show topics over to blurredsandclips at gmail.com. We appreciate y'all for tuning in with us one time. And I uh, won't go ahead and get the fuck up out of here and catch y'all in the next one because, you know, we are here in these streets. Yeah, do that shit or you pussy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Banging on all things pop culture, cuz. We about this bitch.